0: One of the major issues facing the VPD and mayoral candidates is repeat offenders. It's all over the news. A 14-page report commissioned by BC's Attorney General says the province needs to invest in non-police resources to address the mental health and substance abuse problems that have led to an increased perception of crime in communities. It also recommended changing the language used and getting rid of the term prolific offender. Our next guest has some thoughts about it. Julian M. Somers is a professor at SFU in health sciences. Julian, good morning.
1: Good morning, Raji.
0: Thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. So the report makes 28 recommendations. What stuck out for you the most?
1: Um, well, what, what stuck out for me the most is uh, what's not in the report. Um, for viewers that, that haven't delved into it, um, the report—the body of the report—is uh, six pages, um, and um, the and it's accompanied by um, uh, the, the 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 admission that the um, report's authors did not have time to talk to any indigenous leaders, and the document is presented with not a single. Reference. There's uh, so yes. Uh, I should I should uh, declare up front that I've had a front row seat to this province's efforts to address so-called uh, prolific offender management since 2000, when the um, the provincial government set up a, pro- prevent, a, a prolific offender management committee and launched a substantial uh, effort to try to uh, get its head around this this set of problems and to address them. And a huge amount has been um, undertaken since then, lessons learned, things that don't work, things that do work, as well as efforts in other countries, none of which are described in any detail. As I said, not a single reference in the document. So I think that those omissions were the main thing that stood out. Um, as uh as sort of curious and um, um you know perhaps related to um the the fact that the government set these authors up not to be uh successful. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, as part of the report or in his response to it, Mayor Kennedy Stewart said that a new system is required because they need to integrate better mental health supports in order to have a, a fighting chance at breaking the cycle of crime. You do agree with that much, right?
1: Well, I agree with the statement, but this, but the mayor's statement is, is, is starkly uh, um, contradicted by his own actions. Uh, only a couple of months ago, He um, uh, resisted um, the the opposition of neighbors in kits um, to a uh, 100-plus room SRO in the middle of – basically on a postage stamp near Broadway and Arbutus for people who are homeless, struggling with addiction, struggling with mental illnesses – an SRO with a consumption site, and no mental illness-related resources that would help people reintegrate. Um, These are exactly the kinds of interventions that have been shown to perpetuate crime. And by the way, I strongly agree with the author's emphasis on moving away from prolific offender because that term locates the problem with the person, which is inaccurate. The problem is systemic. The problem is the settings in which we place people, and Mayor Stewart's decision was that he was going to ram down the throats of, as I said, 80 percent of 2,000 people who spoke about in response to this proposal strongly opposed it, including Judge Thomas Gove and others, and uh, he said, tough, we're going to do this, even though he had been presented with evidence that this type of intervention does not set people up for success. It sets them up for failure. So I I think that the mayor's words are not in line with his actions on this file.
0: Okay. So you feel Mayor Kennedy Stewart's words on that are hollow. But, you know, a lot of people that use the term prolific offender very loosely and easily happen to be business people who have been affected by these crimes i'm not talking about huge businesses but these small businesses that have been burgled uh, over and over again have been had their building vandalized or their staff feeling threatened and unsafe what do you think about how the repeat offenders crimes affect them
1: well um there's a we, we need to uh, recognize that there are many people who are being harmed by the government's current policies. Things are worse in B.C. than they are in almost any other place on the planet in relation to the problems we're discussing. Um, are The proportion of people who are in custody in B.C. and who have been diagnosed with addictions and mental illness before their crime has risen to more than 70%, seventy percent, seven zero plus percent. Um, the, the the numbers of people who are involuntarily hospitalized in BC for either a mental disorder or addiction has more than doubled over recent years. There's uh, and also BC among across the entire country during COVID. Suicide and thoughts about suicide are more common and have increased more in B.C. than in any other province. So we are in a very worrisome environment. And and what we're talking about right now is, I think, the tip of the iceberg. There are a lot of people affected. Businesses have been immensely frustrated. I've spoken with business improvement associations, urban mayors, and and, and, and business leaders working with them they are frustrated mainly because they're excluded from being part of the solution. And they're being, as you've, I think, quite correctly said, they're being characterized as being somehow uh, uncaring and selfish and that kind of thing by the government. This is no way to build uh, a solution. Business leaders, evidence has shown, need to be part of the solution because they control, for example – private uh, landlords are, are among business leaders. We need to have access to private accommodations for people. Also, most of the people we're referring to as, as are offending in the form of theft. They're committing crimes associated with their survival. If you ask them, as we have done, what would you like to do with the rest of your life? One of their top things is they'd like to return to paid employment. Back to the business sector, because the business sector and small businesses are crucial allies in successfully helping people with supportive employment programs. So the the government is, um, uh, uh, is, is dismantling and alienating sources of support that evidence has shown are actually crucial parts of a solution.
0: Yeah, you just made a mention there of how business was not included in the report. We don't have loads of time left, but Julian, I wanted to talk about how your research group has determined that some interventions don't result in much change, while others do create a huge reduction in future offending. So I would like to hear from you, what does work in our last minute here?
1: So what 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 doesn't work? are, um, in fact, many of the, the interventions that are highlighted in the report, which focus on doing things at the acute and, and urgent level. These are, by the way, co- all completely well-intentioned interventions involving people and police, first responders uh, and, and health officials working together, trying to respond to emergencies, preventing, for instance, someone from, uh, who's at risk today of dying from dying today. Um, We have no shortage of crisis-oriented responses, but these don't work in the long term. Right, Julian, what does does work? (laughs) What does work in the long term is providing people with opportunities to reintegrate into society. And that has been shown to not only reduce crime by more than 70 percent, in fact, the figure is 71 percent less crime in a randomized controlled trial the highest quality of evidence we have available to us, 71% reduction in convictions by providing people with what they want. And evidence shows that it costs the same. It costs the same to implement the intervention I'm describing as the status quo. It's, it's remarkably expensive, $55,000 per person per year on average to support people in this province while they are chronically homeless. So there's an immense body of evidence that this particular government has chosen to ignore and even marginalize.
0: Okay, Julian, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your thoughts today.
1: Thank you, Raji, for having me.